This is episode 197 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hey, Pastor, happy Friday. Oh, don't you love Fridays? I love Fridays. So I'm glad that you're getting to enjoy the Friday today. And if it's your day off, you may be you may be bivocational and you're still working. But for me, for the last, oh, about 30 years, Fridays have been my day off. And I've really tried to keep it that way. Hey, i got to talk to you about this, this final class that I had uh, just yesterday, in fact, November the 30th. Was that yesterday? Yes, it was. I had my last doctoral class yesterday. It was a two and a half hour Zoom session. And it was good. It was really good. And I, I took some notes. And there's just a couple things that I just have to share with you that I think are so helpful. For instance, when it comes to change and making adjustments, always focus on the fact that we're talking about mission, accomplishing the mission. In other words, we have to adjust this so that we can better accomplish the mission. Because that's what it's all about, right? The mission that God has called us to. Now, if as a church you don't have a mission, you've never talked about a mission, that might be the first thing to take care of. But once you've talked about this is our mission, then all the rest of the conversation really needs to be about are we accomplishing the mission? This is why God's put us here. Are we doing what God's put us here to do? Are we accomplishing it? Instead of talking about aesthetic changes or changes for the cool factor or likability or so that people will be attracted, talk about changes that are going to help you accomplish your mission. And as I said a couple of weeks ago, just don't use the word change. Say that you're doing an experiment, you're going to do a trial, you're going to do make an adjustment, you're going to try something new. We're looking for a different way of doing the same thing or a different way of doing something so that we can actually accomplish what we set out to accomplish, which again is the mission. So that was really helpful when uh, we talked about that yesterday. Again, just reminding us, reminding us that when we change something, people understand it better when they know that it's going to accomplish the mission. And then we talked about using from and to statements. And just off the top of my head, I might say, we want to go from conducting worship services to being an assembly of people who are worshiping God. We want to go from playing church to being the church. We want to go from coming and going to coming and growing, right? So these from two statements are really helpful because it defines where you're at now and it helps people to identify and take ownership with that. Oh yeah, yeah, that that is. It is like we're just coming and going. Every Sunday we come and go, we come and go. Nothing ever really changes with us. But what if we would come and grow? What if when we came, we were coming with the purpose of growth. And that might be a a statement for a small group. It might be a statement for a serving team, for a discipleship class, for a ministry, a ministry team that we would come and we would serve, but we wouldn't just come and go, but we would come and that we would grow. And you can ask the question, how do we grow on this serving team? 
as we are serving this group of people, as we are serving this part of our church, as we are serving this segment of the population in our community, how can we do that and grow at the same time? And have that discussion, because it's not just giving in to being a little bit better, but push it. Push it to say, how can we be a lot better? How can we really accomplish the mission? My friend and I, years ago, decided that better than it used to be isn't a very good standard. He, he had come to, to our church and come on staff, and I would say he would complain about something. I would say, huh, it's better than it used to be. And he finally, he finally cornered me on that when he said, oh, is that our standard? Is that the standard of this church, better than it used to be? I'm like, no, no, that's not the standard. That can't be the standard. So don't allow something to be about the method. Force it to be about the mission. So, well, we always do worship services like this. Yeah, but what's the mission of our church? And does the way we do worship services help us to accomplish our mission? Does the way we do fill in the blank anything? Does the way we do small groups, does the way we do discipleship, does the way we do worship, fellowship, evangelism, anything, does the way we do that, does it help us to accomplish our mission? And if it doesn't, well, and you could ask this question. You could say, we've been doing worship this way. We've been doing discipleship this way. We've been doing relationships this way. We've been doing serving teams this way. Since we've been doing it this way, we already know how to do it this way. Is there a better way to do it? What can we do differently, and how can we experiment with different ways of doing the same thing so that we can get a better result out of it. Or, you know what, if you were to start this ministry all over again, how would you do it differently? How would you see it differently? How would you understand it differently? What expectations would be different? If you had to start all over again, and we didn't have this ministry, we had to start it from scratch, how would you do it differently? What else is possible? What have we missed? And you know what? Who can we bring in to help us see what we don't see? How can we get a better perspective for a different method that'll produce a different and better outcome? So just questions to ask when you're thinking about leadership in your church, and you may have a church of 10 or 15 people uh, that's essentially a house church or maybe even a small group, or your church may be in the hundreds. But you can ask these questions, and and I have said this for years. I have said this for years, that many, many people in your church will be just happy, just fine to keep things the way they've always been. They're, They're just fine with that. They have no problem keeping it the way it's always been. No change is comfortable. Change always produces discomfort. Well, let me say this. Change almost always produces discomfort, right? So often it will. And it will with somebody, for sure with somebody. Pastor, you're the leader. If you don't take a step to improve something in your church, then who's going to? And you think about Jesus with his disciples. 
for those years and how much is recorded for us in the Gospels. Sometime, read through one of the Gospels and think, when is Jesus pushing for change so that the lives of people actually will reflect the heart of God? And you'll see over and over and over, Jesus is challenging his disciples. He's challenging the people around him to change so that they can align their their lives with the heart of God over and over and over. So as shepherds, man, it's so easy for us to get comfortable. It's so easy for us not to challenge people because sometimes they push back and sometimes it makes it uncomfortable for us, and sometimes we're threatened, and maybe things that we hold dear or things that are important to us are threatened. So therefore, we don't push. We keep things the same. We, we don't go out where the seas are too rocky. We just stay in the harbor, stay where the top of the water is like glass. Keep it nice and easy. There, there, nice and easy, nice and easy. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, Pastor. It's so easy to be that way. And some of us have people where it's super easy to be that way because they might be super sensitive, and you hardly have to push it all before they get all prickly with you. Pastor, man, God's put you in your church you're the pastor of your church. God's put you there, and he wants you to lead. He wants you to lead. So love and lead with truth. Always love, always love, always love. Don't let it be true when they accuse you of doing something with the wrong attitude, the wrong intent, the wrong motivation. Always be motivated by love, love for your people. And when we're motivated by love, we have to speak the truth because those two things are completely congruent. Love always is in the presence of truth. Truth, to be true, is always in the presence of love. And then challenge, challenge, challenge. Be like the prophets. Speak out the truth to the people so that they have something to compare them, their lives with something to compare their heart with. Oh, this is how it should be? Hmm, I'm lining myself up against that. I'm not aligned very well. Uh, I might might need to be challenged. But you love me anyway, and you're not mad at me, and you're going to help me, and you're going to support me, and you're going to be patient with me, and you're not going to throw stones at me? There's a leader I can follow. Okay, pastor, I've gone too long. Now, let let me end with this. Tomorrow, December 3rd, the Coaching for Pastors Weekend Edition, number 33. I'm so excited for you to hear it. It's the founders of Forgiving uh, ForgivingForward.com, Bruce and Tony Hebel. They're a pastoral couple who have gone into a coaching ministry with individuals, with pastors, with churches, and it's all about forgiveness. Now, I went into this conversation knowing about as much as what I've just told you now. I had poked around their website just scantly. I had hardly looked at it. 
And and that's how I like to go into these conversations because then I don't really have an agenda. I'm not trying to get them to say what I want them to say. I, I, I don't know what I want them to say. I am curious. I want to ask questions. I was shocked by what I heard from Bruce and Tony. I, I was I I was shocked. I I was so impressed. I was so surprised. I learned so much. I'm a little embarrassed that some of this stuff uh, I was not top of mind for me, and it was so helpful for me. So, my friend, don't miss the weekend edition this weekend. Weekend edition number 33 with Bruce and Tony Hebel. You can check them out if you want to at forgivingforward.com, but I just wanted to give you that heads up. Hey, good to talk with you. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Thanks for being a great pastor. Thanks for loving your people. Thanks for doing it without getting much press, right? And often getting negative press when you're just trying to love people and share truth with them. Thanks for being willing. And what you're doing is making a difference in people's lives. And often they don't even realize it until they absolutely need to reach deep down and get it. And there it is. And where did it come from? You gave it to them. You loved them. You equipped them. You taught them. You discipled them. You mentored and trained them. And even sometimes from a distance, all of a sudden they've got a tool in their tool belt that you gave them and they didn't even realize it was there until they needed it. That's the kind of ministry you do, Pastor. Whether you know it or not, you are doing that kind of ministry. And I thank you for it. You have a great Friday. And I will see you tomorrow on the weekend edition of the Coaching for Pastors podcast.